Welcome to the Living the Abundant Life podcast with Rob and Sarah Betts. Living the Abundant Life is a weekly podcast designed to help others learn to live in abundance. And now, let's get into today's episode. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Living the Abundant Life with Rob and Sarah. We've been gone for about three weeks. Uh, we have been re-airing some some of our series on fear. We want to encourage you, if you haven't been listening to those, go back and listen to those. Lots of people deal with fear, mm-hmm. and it's a great, uh, a great series of lessons to help you to overcome fear of any kind. So we encourage you to listen to those. But just before we left, we were talking about discovering and mm-hmm. doing the will of God, which brings us to our announcement. We said we were in transition uh, we recently trans, uh, transitioned from Paducah, Kentucky, where uh, we were recording our podcast and serving as the pastors of a local church there, uh, to Broken Arrow, Oklahoma, where we are serving now at a part of a local church here, Rama Bible Church in Broken Arrow, Oklahoma. So our honor to be here, mm-hmm. uh, certainly, and doing what we're doing now and following God, right. but also what an honor to have served at the Congregation of New Hope. That was the church that you grew up in. Right. Being able to give and serve uh, the people I love so dearly that poured into me growing up, what an honor that the Lord allowed us to do that. And um, sure. it was certainly always, it's always hard to leave um, a church. You know, it's always hard to leave that church, particularly uh, my family. Uh, and then, of course, our our kids and, and parents and everything are back in Kentucky, but uh, we know that the Lord called us here. We're excited about that. And that's the thing that, uh, that we've been talking about, is discovering and doing the will of God for our lives, is there are times where we have to make transitions in following the Lord. And sometimes those transitions can be difficult Mm -hmm. emotionally. uh, It's hard to say goodbye to some folks, but uh, you trust God and you believe God that wherever you go, you've got connections that you've made that last eternally. Mm -hmm. Because uh, some people you won't ever, you know, now we'll see people back home again because we'll go back and forth. But sometimes... left our kids, our kids are grown adults. Yeah, yeah, we didn't just leave our little (laughs) children. We leave toddlers at home. But sometimes you don't see people, uh, but we'll see them in heaven. Eternally, we you make connections, and they are forever. Right. And so we're excited to be here. Yes. Uh, so this is our new location mm-hmm. in Broken Arrow, Oklahoma, and so right. we're glad to be here. Let's pray, and we're going to get into the Word of God together. We want you to believe God with us, and we're going to receive everything that He has for us today. So I'll begin with, with prayer, and we'll get right into the Word. Father, we thank you so much for the privilege to come together again and study your Word. Lord, what an honor it is to be able to do that and how important it is to know the Word of God. Father, we thank you that you give us revelation by the Holy Spirit This uh, in this lesson, Lord, that we would have eyes to see and ears to hear, that our hearts would be open and receptive to what you would say to us. And we thank you for your faithfulness towards us, Lord, now. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 So, um, like Rob said, we've been talking about discovering and doing the will of God for your life. And if you want to go back, there's a couple episodes on on this that we would think it'd be good for you to go ahead and listen to those before this one if you haven't heard those or just refresh your memory a little bit. Um, But this is something so important to the body of Christ, so important for us to live that successful, abundant life that God has planned for us is discovering and then doing 
the will of God for our lives. So this is a great topic that we're excited to talk some more about. Right. You know, uh, becoming born again, certainly we know that that's God's will for our lives. But beyond that, Mm -hmm. there are specific things that God will call us to or, you know, places, things, ministry that God will call us to. And how important it is that that we discover that. And so go back and listen to these other lessons. But we're going to, we'll do a little bit of a recap. I want to look at Deuteronomy uh, chapter 30, verse 19. We're talking about how everything that happens in our lives isn't automatically the will of God. Right. And I think it's important that people know that because there are some folks that just assume that everything that happens is the will of God. And if you do mm-hmm. have that assumption, well, then good or bad, right. everything that happens, Comes if it's all the will of God, <laughs> then, you know, can you trust him to be good when sometimes bad things happen if it's all his will? But right. everything that happens isn't his will. Right. And we said this early on. We said that if everything that happened in my life was the will of God, then I could safely say that I have perfectly fulfilled the will of God for my life. And that's not true. I have missed it. There are things that you have done. I'm sure that you could say, well, God wasn't in that at all. Right, right. And so that's what we're looking at is that, you know, that there is a will for our lives that God has, but we have to choose to walk in it. Deuteronomy 30 verse 19 says this. It says, I call heaven and earth to record this day against you that I've set before you life and death, blessing and cursing. Therefore, the scripture says, choose life. Mm -hmm. It says that both you and your seed may live. So uh, God didn't say, uh, I've laid before you life and death, blessing and cursing, and I'm going to choose for you which one to follow. Right. He said, you choose which one you follow. Right. And so that's Deuteronomy 30, verse 19. And then Joshua 24, 15. Right. It says, choose for yourselves this day whom you will serve. So it's so important because we need to understand that God loves mankind and desires a relationship with us. But as any loving relationship, there's no one forcing their love on the other person. You know, I'm forcing you to love me. That's not love at all. And so that's how God is for us. He wants us to choose to love him. He loves us. And he told us here in both of these, you know, choose whom you will serve. In fact, in this verse, he says, I'm going to give you the answer here. Choose life. Choose me. Choose abundance. But it's still your choice. And that is a loving, caring God. Right. Uh, Knowing that we have a choice and understanding that we have a choice should help us to understand that when bad things happen to us, it's not necessarily Something that, you know, if you're assuming everything that happens is God's will and he has his hand on everything, then you might think, why is God doing this to me? Right. Causing this. What's he trying to teach me here? Right, about this right. Tragedy and people say happening. that. People say that. Well, God is trying to teach you something in this. Mm-hmm. No, uh, I mean, you ask yourself, as a loving parent, do you try to teach your children by harming them? Right. No, we have an adversary. The Bible says this. It says the thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy. Mm-hmm. Jesus said that in John 10.10. 10. Then he said, I've come that you might have life and have it more abundantly. Uh, there is a thief. Mm-hmm. The enemy comes because of the fall of man, because man sinned in the garden. If you go back and you look in Genesis uh, and you see how God had intended mm-hmm. things originally for man, right. man was never destined to die. 
God did not create man to die. He created man to be in full fellowship mm-hmm. with him. But when when the devil came in and deceived man, man chose. The Bible says this. It says that, that Eve was not deceived. I mean, Eve was deceived, rather. I'm sorry. But Adam wasn't. Mm-hmm. He knew what was going on, and he made the decision anyway. So his willful disobedience and the deception that Eve fell, uh, fell prey to gave the devil the right to operate in this earth. But it wasn't God's best. And the whole matter, matter, as a matter of fact, the whole reason that God sent Jesus right. was to put things yes. right, to, restore to fix and restore everything that we had lost because of disobedience and because of deception. Right. So. And, and you know, it might be a little hard to understand whenever you, you hear people talk about, well, God's in control of everything. But this world, really, the devil is the god of this world. The scripture now, says not lower, it says lowercase g. It doesn't right. say he's the god like God in heaven. Right. But he is the lowercase yes. god of this world. And the only reason he got that is because the Bible tells us that God gave man dominion. Right. He said, you be fruitful and multiply and replenish the earth. He said, you subdue the earth. Uh, he even brought the animals to Adam and said, what are you going to name them? So he gave man dominion in this earth. Mm -hmm. And by uh, willfully choosing to disobey God and follow what the devil said, in essence, man gave over dominion to the devil in this world. So he gave the devil legal access into our lives. But God said, this wasn't what I intended. Right. And man messed it up. Who's going to fix it? Mm-hmm. Well, God sent his son. Yes. The Bible says Jesus willingly yes. laid his life down. He came and, and paid the price so that we can, even death, the scripture says it's the last enemy that, that will be put underfoot. Even death loses its grip on us right. because we are raised again to life, to live eternally. And it's because of what Jesus did to set things right. So, Keep in mind, if you're going through something right now, don't ask the question, what is God trying to teach me in this? Can God teach you in bad circumstances how to further walk with Him? Absolutely. Does He need bad circumstances to teach us? No. Right. He gave us His Word right. and His Spirit to teach us, mm-hmm. not bad circumstances. Right. The devil will give you bad circumstances. And the things that we're talking about, the more that we learn to walk with God, mm-hmm. learn His will, the less that we'll learn through hard circumstances that the enemy brings into our lives because we begin to close the door and shut the window in His face. Right. And He's no longer allowed to operate in our lives like He once could mm-hmm. because of that closeness that we have in following God. Right. Um, you know, another scripture that we talked about before was First uh, Timothy mm-hmm. uh, 2. Verses 3 and 4, uh, it says that the Lord is not, I believe, you know, I'm, I'm quoting it here, but the Lord is not slack concerning His promises. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it says that He's not willing that any should perish right. and all should come to repentance. If you've got right. that, you can read yes. the whole thing. Uh, he wishes all people to be saved and to come to the knowledge and recognition of the divine truth. So it is His will for all people to be saved and come to the knowledge. So not only to be saved, but to also come to the knowledge and the recognition of the divine truth. So it's his will that we all are born again, that we all live with him forever and eternity. But also 
that we have this knowledge while we're here on earth right. that we can walk in his will every single day Amen. and enjoy all the blessings, all the abundance that he's paid for. It's just like uh, Rob said, it's the thief that comes to kill, steal, and destroy. But Jesus came to give us life right. and life abundantly. We have a choice to play or a choice or a part to play in following God's plan for our lives. And uh, I had the Lord give me an illustration uh, a number of years ago, actually when I was in, in Bible school attending Rainbow Bible Training College. Uh, and I was preparing for one of my student sermons. And, you know, as I was preparing uh, a message on faith, he showed me this, um, this analogy. He said, uh, when you were in, in elementary school, uh, I was taught that nine and two was 11 and they you know as we were learning math they said nine and two is 11 and so they just kept drilling that into us so you could ask me what's nine and two and i would say it's 11 and then one day uh, our teacher told us that nine and two was seven and i'm you know you think well nine and two is 11 how can nine and two be seven and then some other teacher tried to tell us that nine and two was 18. But what the Lord showed me was the nine and the two uh, were constant. What was in the middle was what made the difference. In following God, just because something happened or didn't happen, it doesn't mean that that is God's will for our lives. The ending and the beginning always are affected by what's in the middle. And so discovering God's plan is one thing, but there are lots of people who feel like they've discovered God's plan, but then they never put it into practice in their life. They never do anything to bring that plan mm -hmm. to pass in their lives. Uh, or they uh, think they know what God has called them to do, and they let the devil uh, put something in the middle, mm -hmm. and they end up not getting the outcome that God intended for them. But it wasn't because it was God's will. It was because... There's this active participation right. in following God that comes in the middle between your nine and your two. Whatever you allow to be put in there or whatever you place in there will determine the outcome in our lives. And so mm -hmm. if we're discovering and following and doing the will of God, we have to do some things in this in-between that will ensure the outcome that God desires in our life. It won't just come automatically. Uh, Brother Hagen used to say it didn't just fall like ripe cherries off a tree. We have a part to play in discovering and doing the will of God. Right. And one of the scriptures that we love to reference is uh, in Joshua. Um, <clears throat> and so Joshua, you know, he's hearing from the Lord um, because Moses has just died and he's getting direction from the Lord. And I love how many times the Lord tells him, we're looking in Joshua 1, be strong and courageous. Be strong and courageous. Right. Be strong and courageous. You know trouble might be coming if the Lord tells you several times, be strong and courageous, because otherwise, why would he have to tell you that, right? Right. If the Lord says be strong and courageous, just know <laughs> that something's going to come up <laughs> that's going to try to keep you from being strong and courageous. Right. But if we look at uh, verse 8, Joshua 1, 8, um, he says, this book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall read and meditate on it day and night, so that you may be careful to do everything in accordance with all that is written in it. Right. For then 
you will make your way prosperous and then you will be successful. And so it's so important, the directions here that the Lord is giving Joshua to be successful, to live that abundant life. And it is to get in the Word, that's, to read it day and night. And that's our uh, <clears throat> our first point in, in discovering and doing the will of God, your part to play. How do we do that? Again, this scripture, Joshua 1, 8 says, This book of the law shall not depart out of my mouth or out of thy mouth, but thou shalt meditate in it day and night. For then, when? For after you then, after you've meditated in this book of the law, for mm-hmm. then you'll make your way prosperous, and then you'll have good success. So when we get into the word of God, we begin to discover the plan of God for man. Right. This I mean there's lots of good books out there that you can read along to help you in your Bible study, but they are study helps mm-hmm. to the Bible. If you're not reading the word of God, you are not actively getting into the plan of God for your life because we discover that plan here mm-hmm. in right. this book. It's just like if you went to a reading of a will, you wouldn't know what was in there. You know, you don't just imagine what's in there and think, well, you know, I, I don't know what whatever they left me. I guess it'll just, you know, come to me or whatever. You have to go to the reading of the will and listen. And to then discover. You, yeah, to discover. And then you take what, they've, what the person left right. for you. Well, this is the will of God for your life. So how important is it that you are digging in here every day? You know, many years ago, I think I was about 18 years old, a, a preacher came to my church and talked about having a daily Bible study. And he read the Word every day. And I did love the Bible. You know, I was a Christian. I went to church, you know, three times a week. My parents made sure I was there every single time that the doors were open. And I love church. But I didn't know much about reading my Bible. Whenever he shared with us about the difference it made, I started reading my Bible every day. And I'm forever changed. And now... I don't let a day go by without getting in the Word. It's life to me. It is my life source. And it's just like water, you know, refreshing me. And so and I, if what, you want to tell a little that, bit about you, you you're well, also what, reading the Word every day. Proverbs 4 says, uh, says that. It says, <clears throat> my son, attend to my words. Mm-hmm. Proverbs 4, 20. My son, attend to my words. Incline your ear into my sayings. Let them not depart from your eyes. Keep them in the midst of your heart. For they are life to those yes. that find them and health or medicine to all your flesh. What is? The Word of God is. Every time we get in the Word of God, the Scripture tells us that it brings wisdom. Mm -hmm. uh, It is life to those that find it. Mm -hmm. It's it's like a medicine for you. And there are people who have this instruction book, this plan for our lives. And guys, I'm talking to you for just a second. I've I've been there where you get a piece of that furniture that you buy at a store that you got to put together and you think you're going to do it without the directions. You know, and you start putting it together and you're like, oh, these must just be extra pieces when I get Mm -hmm. done. Uh I didn't really need those. Mm -hmm. But the reality is every one of those pieces has a particular part in building whatever it is that you've just purchased, that, that bookshelf or that table or whatever it is. And so getting in the instructions is the way to ensure that we're doing it correctly. Getting in the Word of God is the way for us to discover His plan for our lives 
and ensure that we're doing it correctly. It keeps us on course. That's why it's so important to be in a good Bible-believing church that's teaching you the Word of God. Uh, because especially if you're not reading your Bible at all, right. and you're also not going to a church that's opening the Bible and reading from it much, right. that's a problem. Right. Because as Christians, this book is where we're suppo supposed to get our, our guidance from. Our directions, and yeah. every church that we've ever pastored, we have always helped them to develop good Bible reading habits. Mm -hmm. We read a chapter, the last church that we pastored uh, in uh, New Hope Church in Paducah. Mm -hmm. uh, everybody was encouraged to read a chapter a day, every day, Monday through Friday. We tell them on the weekend, you know, go any direction you want to go, read whatever, but let's all read the same thing Monday through Friday. We did that at the church prior to that. And then we did that at the first church that we pastored because we know that in our own lives, personally, when we started opening the Word of God and we started reading it for ourselves, we weren't so easily deceived by other things mm -hmm. that people would say or bad doctrine where they would tell us, well, that must have been God's will that that happened or maybe right. God's trying to teach you something. You can't find that in the Scripture. Mm -hmm. And if you can't find it in here, then it's not something we have to accept for truth in our lives. But if we don't know what's in here, then we'll just take whatever anybody else says. And what it does is it causes us to be uh, listless, if you will, right. where we end up bouncing to and fro mm -hmm. and, and, and we miss out on the things God has for us. Because, right. guys, God has designed a plan mm -hmm. for you and I uh, that is better than life without Jesus. Right. So much better. Not only our eternity but here on mm -hmm. this earth, right. uh, like the old Pentecostal preachers used to say that they found out they had a little a bit of heaven they could go to heaven in. Mm -hmm. uh, we have been given as believers some heaven to get to heaven in. Uh, and that heaven on earth that we can experience where we have uh, experienced God's love and His goodness and His mercy and His wisdom all comes from our relationship with Him through this book, right. through the Word of God. Right. That's where He reveals those things to us. Mm -hmm. I love Psalm 25. I was just reminded of that while you're talking. It says um, in verse 12, he will teach him, this is God, He will teach him through His Word in the way he should choose. So how does He teach us? Through his word. And then in verse 10, it says, All the paths of the Lord are loving kindness, goodness, truth, and faithfulness to those who, who keep his covenant and his testimony. So when we are a doer of the word, when we know the word and we become a doer of the word, it says the paths of the Lord are loving kindness, goodness, truth, and faithfulness. Just Amen. like Joshua, his path is successful. God wants us to have abundance. That's the God that we serve. He's a good God. Right. And yes, he can teach us things in the midst of a negative circumstance. He can turn it around for our good. But many times why he's teaching us is because it's then that we realize we messed up. We need help. And we start digging in the Word then, you know, and then going to church and being around other believers. But if we do that all the time, our path will be successful. Well, and that's, I think, if we could encourage you this week, we probably better wrap up, right? Mm -hmm. uh, but if we could encourage you this week to do anything to help you to discover God's plan for your life is make a decision that you're going to get into the Word of God daily. And if you're not doing it at all right now, 
I'm not telling you, you know, I mean, great if you want to get a read the Bible in a year plan, but if you haven't been reading the Bible at all, you're probably not going to finish that plan. Let's, I mean, just to be honest, if you haven't been reading at least something in the Bible, start with a verse a day. Pick it up and read. be deliberate about reading the Word of God because you're hiding it in your heart. Mm-hmm. When you're being taught by someone and they say something to you, ask them where it's found in the Word of God. Write it down. When, you're, when your pastor is preaching, write down what he's saying mm-hmm. and then go back and look those scriptures right. up. But make a habit of daily. The same as you eat. You know, if we would... Uh, we eat oftentimes at least two meals a day. Most people eat three, sometimes snack in between. But if we're feeding our bodies three meals a day, well, what about our spirits? What if we started feeding our spirits in the same way that we fed our bodies and we begin to strengthen our spirit? How much of God's plan would we know then mm-hmm. if we started getting mm-hmm. in His Word? We want to encourage you, get in the Word of God right. this week. We'll come back next week and talk about some more of this. Got some other things that we want to say to you. But make sure that you're taking time to get into the Word of God so you can discover His mm-hmm. plan for Amen. your life. Would you pray for us? Sure. Father, we love you. We thank you that your will for us is good. Your thank plan you, for Lord. us is good. It's a plan of abundance it's a plan that is is fulfilling for our life. And Lord, we want to know that plan and walk out that plan in a greater measure. Lord, we thank you for your word. It is life and truth. And we thank you, Lord, that we hunger and thirst for your word this week. And we just love you and thank you in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Well, guys, until next week, we just want to encourage you. Keep living the abundant life. We love you. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.